After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Welcome back to 88.3 WGTs After Further Review, here with David the Man of God. Harris, would you want to work in Brooklyn? Interesting question now with the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving now serving a five-game suspension for the stuff that he posted on his social media platform. But it's a big mess now because now people are answering questions about the situation there, about what, how Kyrie Irving got them caught up in that mess. David, your thoughts? Yeah, it's just, it's what everyone's talking about. Um, obviously, you want to condone hate wherever it may show up, wherever it may appear. But, whether if, you, but if you have hate in your heart, and, shouldn't you let it yeah. out? Yeah, you got you got to let it out, and not not in this way, not you know sharing. And obviously, we're in a country of freedom of expression, freedom to share you know thoughts, beliefs, and there are a lot of people. If you read the social media um, feeds and different things, people that are in support of Kyrie Irving, saying you know, oh, if you actually watch the film that he was advertising and talking about in the book it wasn't you know anti-semitic it, it gets down a tricky road and like that topic of you know hating sports and like that's a whole history lesson that we just don't have time just kind of go to the library you know educate yourselves with knowledgeable and reputable sources is all i can say but um in terms of the Brooklyn Nets as a franchise, I would just try to see what you can get for Kyrie Irving. I think the experiment of you know Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, I guess Ben Simmons, if you want to say a big three, even though there's some reports that they're already trying to trade Ben Simmons to salvage the season. I I would say you just got to rebuild. Um See if you can get get a trade partner for Kyrie, if possible. Um, and this is all, like, while all of this is happening with Kyrie, you have reports coming out this past week saying that the Nets are tapping Ime Udoka to be the next head coach. And it's like, fam, you guys are just adding fuel to the fire. Yeah, they are. Like, like it. I want to say it's nauseating. But it's like, do you, are you guys even reading the room? Are you guys just doing this to troll everyone? Like, basketball-wise, yes. Imejoka, great mind, just took a team to the finals. You know, respected. Um, you know, everything he did in Boston can work with superstars. But, like, he's suspended by the Celtics for the misconduct stuff. Like that suspended for a year, and you're trying to bring that in and just add more eyes on you. Like 
in a, and I said in tax kind of it's a high risk, high reward situation in Brooklyn to where whoever comes in has to deal with so much crap that's happening and it's people are wondering if it's worth the media hassle, the mental headaches of dealing with Kyrie Irving, whatever you get from um, Ben Simmons, like trying to do a rebuild. Like, if it works, it's great. The Nets are still a top six team in the East when everything is clicking, possibly top three. But it hasn't clicked yet. And the more... The more craziness that happens in the news and in the news stream, the more that off-the-court issues continue to unravel this team, it's like further it gets further and further away from a potential for possibly salvaging the season. I just, I just don't know if... Well, one, I don't know if they can find a trade partner, especially since Kyrie's going to be a free agent in July. So do you just bench him throughout the season and just don't play and just kind of, you know, let him sit in street clothes? Um, Kevin Durant over the summer already had a publicized trade Durant re- or trade request where it was like, it's either me or Steve Nash. They fire Steve Nash as so he's becomes the fall guy, even though did he did he did they fire him or did they did he leave on his own accord? I think he probably was like, I can't, I can't deal with this. I feel like it's probably more he left. He was like, I can't deal with this mental headache. Like, let me just go back to Canada. Let me just go back to be a commentator. That's what I think. I, I think he couldn't. Like, this is where I, where the, the the problem was was that you you. It, it, you, you you have enough to deal with scouting teams. You have enough to deal with um, dealing with basketball. When you start to have a lot of off-the-field stuff or off-the-court stuff, it starts to become very nauseating. And you, and you put that on your plate, it, it just sucks. And, you know, it just, it's just not, it's just not good. Um, yeah. It's just not not good at all. I, the, the problem I have with Kyrie is that if you watch the entire interview, it's actually an uh, intellectual interview. He's answering questions. The problem with Kyrie is, and it's been the problem the whole time, he wants to be the smartest guy in the room. He has the syndrome where, okay, you are a genius on the basketball court, which he is, phenomenal basketball player. And you get people like this all the time where they think that they're good at one thing and they know everything about the aspects in life. You've seen where he's talked about the world being flat and this and that. And The problem that happened with Kyrie was he doubled down and he wanted to basically show that he knew what he was talking about when in actuality this call could have been just, this just blown away if, for one, he didn't get emotional at the press conference. He should have just said, you know what, look, my bad, been like a real point guard. You know, this is what I uh, basically, you know, I posted something that I didn't really fully have knowledge of, and I apologize to anyone that I uh, basically offended. 
That doesn't mean that you, you're backing down from your beliefs. And this is where this people's stubbornness gets them in trouble. He believes that, you know, the, the, the original Hebrews were of African descent. There are people that do believe in that. Some people say Semite means half and half. Some people think that there are Jews, and it is, it is described in the Bible, that they have darker skin and hair of wool. Which, you know, with black folks, we got nappy hair. I mean, I guess, <laughs> so to speak of it, or we have very coarse hair. As the years have gone on, you know, Europeans have come in and, 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 and colonized different countries, and they believe that some Jews have now looked more European. But at the same time, though, if you're offending somebody, just man up and say, you know what, look, I apologize. Um, you know, he didn't say he was anti-Semitic, which he was trying to back down and say, I'm not anti-Semitic. But the thing that you posted on there had quotes from Adolf Hitler and it, it was anti-Semitic type of material. You got to understand when you have a platform and you're you're you're, you're uh, you know, a social uh, uh, a celebrity or someone that is somewhat in a little bit of power, which basketball players are, you know, whether or not you want to be a role model or not. You know, Charles Barkley said, don't think of me as a role model, but you are. You just you just are. People are going to look at you at a different standard because you're always in their face and always pretty much in their homes. And people were upset with that. If Kyrie would have probably just apologized from the get go instead of having the outburst that he did on the press conference. And instead of just doubling down when he had multiple situations, apologize. This wouldn't have been a big deal. He would still be playing. This would have been last week's news and we would have been moving forward. Yeah, I think kind of knowing knowing when not just to read the room, but kind of having that ability and being being smart enough to recognize, holy bleep, I made a mistake. And kind of that as another thing, kind of when you are so ingrained in, I don't want to even say what you believe, but something, yeah, yeah, if you are ingrained in what you believe to the point to where it paralyzes you from hearing the other perspective and it takes you know public outcry it takes like all these people to have like a sit down conversation with you for you to just even get to the point where it takes them this long to make an apology not like you said there are a lot of people that believe kind of in the you know black israelites you know black mm-hmm. hebrews like mm-hmm. That is true. That's a common, like I know people that subscribe to that same belief, but it's that, and then it's taking it to the extreme that I think is what's hurting Kyrie Irving, and that ex- that extreme is something as you know traumatizing to an entire community, entire group of people, as the Holocaust. Like there's there are certain lines and there are certain triggers and certain traumas that you have to be aware of, and if you're not aware of, then you're just reopening that trauma. Right, and remember too, he's Muslim. You know, Jews and Muslims don't always get along. You know, the fight in Palestine and everything like that. So that 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 you kind of throw in that situation. But the fact of the matter is, is that. You work, let's be honest, 
a lot of Jewish people have a lot of money, a lot of businesses. And then on top of that, the NBA commissioner's Jewish. So you're in a league where the commissioner is Jewish and you decided to, to, to post that on your platform. And people are trying to, you know, have a scapegoat and say, well, Jeff Bezos made it and it should be on Amazon and we should do this. Well, no, it's not about Jeff Bezos. Sometimes you got to take – we've gotten into a society of just not taking responsibility of things, of our actions. Kyrie Irving should have known, and you know this on social media, you got to be careful what you post. We tell all even, – even in the high school level of coaching sports, be careful what you post. You got to. Yeah. yeah, it's not even just kind of what you post, but what you like, what you share, right? What you retweet, right? Because all of that's going to get. Because people are quick to do six, you know, six degrees of separation. If you retweet something from someone, it's like, oh, he retweet like. Yeah, you just never know what that links are and what people will pick up on. So right. just exactly. Don't, you know, Herm says, don't press send, don't press like, don't mm-hmm. press retweet. Just, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy situation that's happening in Brooklyn. Again, I no one knows who the head coach is going to be. I hope it's not Ime Udoka because that's just, like, I understand you're in New York, but those tabloids are just going to have a field day. Um. I don't want to say tank because I don't know how many draft picks you have left because you traded all of them away when you're trying to get Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and you know the rest of the old guys. But yeah, like this season went from possibilities to there's a legitimate chance that before the end of this calendar year, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons could all not be on the roster. It could be. I mean, like, it, you, you're right. I mean, yeah, it could be a possibility he's not on the roster. So, yeah. And his career, so, could yeah. Be, his career could be possibly over and he could get blackballed. I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to it's going to take a lot for a team, I would say right now, for a team to want to trade for Kyrie Irving. Again, he's going to be a free agent in July, so I'll even be interested to see if come July, is there going to be a team that wants to take a chance on Kyrie Irving as a free agent for a year, for two, or is this, is this the proverbial death knell in his coffin? I probably think it'll be a proverbial death knell. I I think this is a warning Right now, we'll see how the rest. What are you doing, David? Are you putting stuff wet together or what? Are you, you writing papers on the desk or? Nope. Oh, I hear a lot of commotion in the background. Oh. Nope. Just what? Just watching the Nets beat up on the Washington Wizards. Oh, Although yeah. that's that's not new. Um. Yeah, I, I think this is a warning letter to him, and then he eventually offered an apology. But he should have offered that apology, um, a week ago. And I think also, like I said, you, you have to understand how you got to work with the media. You know, he was over there talking about Nick Verdell was trying to get something posted on Instagram. And you, you, if you know that they want a reaction out of you, don't give it to them. Answer the questions. The best thing for them is just to answer the questions. A lot of times when you answer the questions, 
reporters go, oh. And I've said this before. Why believe the truth when the lie is more entertaining? People, how many times have you said on the show, people want to be entertained. So when you look at that initial Kyrie interview, if you watch the whole thing, he explains himself. He even says he's in, he's not anti-Semitic. He's not. But when he doubled down and he got emotional with Nick Friedle, the the reporter, what did we see? We saw that little stuff on ESPN that it was almost like you're doubling down, you're actually supporting this anti-Semitic stuff. But if you watch the full interview, he says several times that, you know, this is what I post, this is about my people, this is what I believe in. No, I'm not anti-Semitic. I was just, you know, posting something that, you know, came from this. He was looking at other different types of information. But at that point, if he would have just took accountability and said, you know, look, this is what I believe in. If it did come off the wrong way, sometimes you got to be the bigger person. But when you become stubborn and you want to be the smartest guy in the room, it gets you in trouble. And that's what he does. And then he came off also as being very arrogant about it as well. Stop trying to be the smart guy. Stop trying to be the guy. You know what I'm saying? And I've met people like this before that, you know, you're good at one thing and then you think you're good at several things. You know, you try to be the jack of all trades but the master of nothing. Kyrie needs to be the master of basketball. And that's it. Keep your beliefs to yourself. That's what it boils down to. Keep your beliefs to yourself. Period. And people are on the internet saying, well, I'd stand with Kyrie and this and that. Okay, cool. You you stand with them and everything like that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to win this battle. Because why? Because now you're messing with people that have money. And what have we said? When you start messing with people's bread or you start messing with the bottom line or the profit or the money, you're going to lose. Especially if it's big time money. You're going to lose this argument every time. So sometimes, you know, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. and, And you need to know sometimes when to just basically shut up. Okay, cool. You know, I've done that several times. There's certain pe- dudes I talk to. Look, I don't believe what you believe in. Let's be bygones, be bygones, agree to disagree, move on. But when you try to be defiant about it and trying to push your agenda on people and, and, and all, all stuff like that, then it, I said it just doesn't work. It's just a disaster. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, you know, hopefully this is a growing lesson. Like, I don't want to say growing lesson for Kyrie just because we know that he's we've seen similar kind of controversial statements come from him before, but I think this one kind of between kind of the social commentary, the political how, how this has been politicized you know, that's a whole other well, you can I, talk for shows about that. Well, yeah. you can talk but the thing about it is he could have just nipped it in the bud, apologized and not got emotional at that press conference. If he would have kept it cool and calm like he did before and said, you know what, this is my beliefs, but you know what, I can see from someone else's perspective. And we've talked about this on this show too. People want to see their perspective to be seen. And that was the problem that would happen with Kyrie. He didn't want to look at other people's perspective. He just wanted to be hard-headed and look at the way he looks at things in life. And that's where I think ignorance is, is brought up from people. Because this is the way I've lived and this is the way I've experienced stuff. You keep your blinders on, you'll never grow as a person. And that's where where, where the problem lays with him. Was that I'm going to stick with my beliefs. This is what it is. And you know what? I'm right and you're wrong. How dare you, you know, you know basically, you know, confront my beliefs. 
you're not going to win that. You know, sometimes, like I said, be the bigger person. You don't believe what I believe in. You know, you believe in this. I believe in that. Cool. That's why a lot of people say don't talk about politics and religion in any capacity, whether at work or school or whatever, because, like I said, you're never going to agree on it. So let it die down. But when it gets to the point where it starts messing with your livelihood or someone else's livelihood, the person with the the, the big bank takes little bank. You ain't messing with the corporation and you can get blackballed. And hey, if he stands on his principles, I applaud him. Hey, okay, that's what you believe in. I applaud him. But I think how the situation was handled could have been handled a little bit better by Kyrie. I just believe that. And he wouldn't be in in this mess at all. This would, like I said, would have blown over old news. We're moving on to something else. But when you try to be defiant and try to be the, 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 the know-it-all in the room and then you give something some entertaining soundbite that people can basically blog about vlog about and send all over social media platforms now you're you're looking like the bad guy when in actuality Kyrie's not the bad guy in this situation I'll be honest with you but because of the way he treated the situation it backfired in his face and now you're looking at the bad guy especially if people don't didn't watch the full interview or get all the information. We all know people go by headlines and sound bites. So now you look like an ass. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, yeah. Hopefully Kyrie for sure learns from from this and everyone takes a lesson from this. Oh yeah. Sure. I think everyone should learn a lesson from it. Yeah, you're right. All right, man. Anything else? Nope. All right, so now we're gonna get into the NFL pick. NFL pick'em. All right, so we'll take a quick commercial. Ooh, we'll take a quick commercial break here on 88.3 WGTs after further review. When we return, we got the NFL pick Can you believe it? Week 9, David. Yeah, more than halfway, halfway gone, and hopefully it's a good slate like last Sunday. Yes, it was a very good slate. We'll be back after this here on 88.3 WGTs after further review. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. WSUT's after further review with a picture of Frank Master and the horse's head. Think about changing the picture, or maybe not. Make sure you, you look, at that, look at that. Also, we're out after further review when we're live in the studio on our Facebook page or AFR Sports Show on Twitter. When we return, we got the pick em. <laughs> 